And it's like Oneida, this sex cult community later becomes famous for their silverware. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that's the, it's the Oneida. No. <laughs> no, yes. It's that they were like, we're not making as much money from sex shows anymore. What we if we did make silverware? silverware? <laughs> and I was like, cults are always getting like famous for other things. Like, forking. Forking. Yeah, that's where forking comes from. It's yeah. Oneida. And yeah, eventually the like surrounding community was like, hey, it's kind of weird that we're like we're all prudes and you guys are like having sex on stage. Um, so like maybe we're going to. And like, they're like, you know what's fancy is silverware. Silverware. Let's convince them all we are so fancy. Yeah. With our silverware. But yeah, I'll send you the episode because it's crazy and it made me so like weird. laugh. And also, I was like, how is this real? If this was like a movie, I would be like. Cults are always doing weird stuff. I can't remember which cult it was. It wasn't Jamestown. It was another cult where um, they basically bought like a uniform to to die in. And I think it was like Nike shoes or something. It was like Nikes or Adidas. And then Nikes or Adidas or whatever, like really had to do a weird like PR move. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. This was not on purpose. Like we did not sponsor this cult. Like they all just decided our shoes were the shoes to wear. We don't know why. Death by Nike. (laughs) Yeah. I think it might have been Adidas. Don't know what it was. Maybe it was Adidas because it that's why Nike. It was a brand of white sneakers. Yeah. Maybe it was Adidas because that's why the other one is like slightly bigger. I think it probably was Adidas. Wild. What a time. Wait, let me quick. Which? What which do you called, Google? Which cult, cult had which shoes? Which what? cult had white tennis shoes? White tennis shoe cult. I saw a TikTok and these people were like making it, it into Nike. a rap. It was the Heaven's Gate. The Heaven's Gate. <laughs> they all died in Nikes. The Thank same you. kind of Nikes. It really makes you question the just do it of it all. Don't just do it. Don't just do <laughs> oh it. Oh, God, that's a terrible slogan. Maybe think that. about it first. How did they keep that? I don't know. <laughs> think about it first. Think about it first. <laughs> consider your families. <laughs> Nike, consider your families. <laughs> I just... This is a joke brought to you by <laughs> no context. <laughs> a real ADHD conversation that was happening off mic while we charged our phones. Now and I don't now I don't remember what I was going to say. You were talking about President Garfield. I was. And then something else. Yeah, you're doing fun facts of assassinations. Welcome to Five Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. <laughs> We've never assassinated any presidents. We've never been in a cult. After that Midsummer episode, I feel like some people might think I was in a cult. <laughs> it's possible. I don't think cults and witches have that much overlap, but they have some similar vibes, I guess. So, we're, no, we're doing Hocus Pocus. Yay! Spoiler alert. Uh, it was a fun journey in all directions. Um, the problem with Heather's, despite really wanting to bring you a Heather's fix. They're an off-Broadway production, like a musical adaptation of the movie Heathers came out and it got incredibly popular through like bootlegs on YouTube with like mm. teenagers mostly. Sure. It's it's very well adapted from the movie. So it's like a little campy, but like it's mostly funny and weird like the movie sure. is. And so most of the fan fiction I think has leaned into that and I was really trying to like lean out of that and that didn't that's make fair. this a fruitful search for me that's fair <laughs> it's also really hard to parse like what so i haven't seen the musical yeah. I, only, I know the songs i guess but like i don't yeah. know what the differences are enough to be like this is true to the movie yeah and this is not generally there's just not a lot that would work for this podcast which was unfortunate because i was like i wasn't i was i didn't know what the hocus pocus fandom was gonna have i was it really could have gone either way yeah and it was fruitful enough i think people really love hocus pocus i don't think it's a great thick jumping off point yeah it's not bad i thought there was gonna be more about the sanderson sisters and there really wasn't it was mostly about um 
Max and Allison. There's yep. some stuff going on. There was uh, Danny the kid. There's some stuff about Binks. There's some stuff about um, the the zombie. Yes, <laughs> comes back. And the I do I have to explain Hocus Pocus to people? Like I said, I feel like everyone's seen Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I'm just okay. So quick summary <laughs> for the two people in the entire world who haven't seen it. Just in case, Hocus Pocus did not do well at the box office. It became a cult classic for Halloween. It's about three witches who. Um, have been around for like hundreds of years and it's like kind of a lore in this town in Salem, uh, Massachusetts. A new guy from California comes to town. He's like, I don't believe in all this superstitious bullshit. His name's Max. And he has a little kid sister, Danny. Shenanigans ensue and they like summon the Sanderson sisters and then they have to go through shenanigans to stop them from taking the souls of the children because it's Halloween. It's good. Good Halloween fun. Because if they get the souls, they can come back for real. Yeah. Like I said, I was kind of expecting some like Sanderson sister shenanigans. There was like maybe a couple people who were like, this is what they were doing like in between times because we kind of cut from like 1712 or whatever to 1996. But I found myself being really um, engaged with uh, like Binks. Binks, the the cat, cat? kept coming up. And I was like, I I like Binks. We all like Binks. This one just got me good for a couple of reasons. One. Is kind of sexy. <laughs> I don't want to say that up front. And I also want to say he's not a cat. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I was like, with a cat? There's no trigger warnings okay. for cats. Okay. No, he was a he was a hottie with a ghost body yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the movie. Yeah. So I get it. So this fic is called Twist the Bones and Bend the Back. <laughs> Erotic. Correct. I get it. Okay. And it is a Thackeray uh, Banks and Danny fic. Okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And I read this and it made me happy. So I brought it here this day. Okay. 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 So our author is named um, Made of Lions and Wolves 333. And they did get back to me, which is very nice. Because I, again, like all, all these movies are like not, I would say, most, most typical fan fiction. So I'm always curious how people find their, like how, how they pursue their dreams to get to this point. And this person is going to remain like fairly private, um, which is totally chill. I'm always up for like not sharing everybody's personal information. Some people are just very generous with how much information they give to us. But she does live in Minnesota. So <gasps> that's so fun. Yay. Yes, that's always fun. And basically, us too. Us too. <laughs> We're not there right now, but we usually are in Wisconsin today. Hello. Um, Midwest represent. <laughs> Uh, and and like many people, Hocus Pocus is their favorite movie, and they in their adulthood watch it every year for Halloween. But like as like a like four or five year old, like watched it like all the time, like year round. Like was one of those like once a week, once again, a day again. sort of movies. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that movie. So oh, so specifically, and I like picked up on this. Whenever I do write a Hocus Pocus fic. I try to do it with care and thoughtfulness, trying to stay true to the tones of the original film, but also the ancient roots of Halloween. And I was like, I picked up on that. This is some good shit. Respect. Um, so like, thank you for letting us read your fic, Made of Lions and Wolves. <laughs> Beautiful. And our drink. This is called a white witch, Ooh. which is a means like a like a good witch, yes. which is a theme in this one, but also was something I kind of saw throughout, which was like sometimes Allison was like getting into witchy stuff yeah, and she yeah, was considered yeah, yeah. a white witch because she yeah. was like had good intentions yes. and that's also an element in this fic and so it's a mix between a cocktail called a white lady which is truly the funniest name for a cocktail because <laughs> there's like a blue lady and a sure. but it's, it's so, probably like a white russian yeah white lady. well no, it's, it's like a white lady is like egg white gin and like 
lemon juice. Like it's just like the plainest cocktail. <laughs> That's a white ever. lady. And um, a cocktail that we've used before, which is a green ghost. So it's kind of got that like vintage um, 20s spiritualism vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We have some, we have some prohibition. Yeah, vibes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of like early years. So it is equal parts Cointreau, gin, and uh, green chartreuse with uh, some lime juice and aquafaba or egg white if you prefer. Was that a real ghost? Ghost. <laughs> this is good. That was a ghost. <laughs> so not only was I like, okay, like we're kind of getting into this like witchy ghosty thing because ghosts is also an element of this fic. And I kind of wanted this like herbal, like this is very witchy, yeah. ghosty kind of vibe. This really tastes <laughs> like like a brew, like the herbalness yes, exactly. and like with the orange citrus, it really feels like we ha- have made like a garden witch. Yes, like this is like a earth witch. Uh, like you've gone to your local witch and you're like, I need a potion for blah, and she's like, Okay, we're gonna take the peel of this orange, Let's a couple of these herbs, my garden stuff, some eye of newt, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, some moon water, yeah. and just here you are. Yes, that's what this tastes like. Yes, I really like it. Good vibes, correct vibes. All right, so twist the bones and bend the back. I honestly don't know if I want to stay and study at the college in Salem next year. I think I'd rather visit Scotland for a while. Binks looks over his shoulder at her, a little cynical. Scotland? She shrugs against her pillow. Or Wales. Or Ireland. I want to see the old world, where it started. And are, and are you ye about to travel to the old world all alone then? Why do that to your family? There's nothing wrong with me and my family. That's sort of the point of leaving the nest, isn't it? And Scotland is really just only one plane ticket away. Or maybe I'll just fly by broomstick instead. That form of transportation would be totally free of charge. Cuts the travel costs in half. Besides, I wouldn't have to be entirely alone. You could still be there with me. He sighs. Danica. Thackeray. Snackery. Thackeray is so funny. (laughs) I know it's a real name. It just always feels kind of fake. No, it feels it feels like it's someone Zachary with like a weird list. Yeah, it feels like someone is like trying to make like a witch version of their name, where it's like, here's your fantasy name, where it's like change this letter to this letter and like move yeah, these vowels. Yeah. Yeah. And so it feels like that, but like here's your witch name is uh, change all Z's to THs and change all I don't know yeah. like, something else that it's not in the word Zachary. <laughs> yeah, to be like Zachary. and you're like Zachary. Yeah. Just don't be so rash. He bends down, his lips meeting her cheek as always, before he fully fades from sight. You have time yet. Cut. Cut. To context. Obviously, some stuff's going down. Danny is older. In the very beginning, Danny is uh, thinking about where she wants to study for college. She's like, I want to go to the old world because I have been interested in this like magic stuff. But obviously, we do not know how or why Binks is here. (laughs) Yes. So here we go. Because I was like, did she like conjure him or something? The first time Danny had summoned him, she was 15 and obviously was already convinced that she was more woman than child. Ooh. (laughs) Right? I was like, okay. (laughs) Not a girl, not yet a woman. Yes. Well, also because I was like, um, I obviously, this is not actually Hocus Pocus, but it's a Thora Birch who won so cute in that movie like was definitely one of those kids that I was like jealous had a crush on yeah I was yeah. like how are you so cute with your face <laughs> and she was like I think a little older than me when I saw it so I was like 
<laughs> like I just had that gay frustration. I get it. And then she was in American Beauty, not as American Beauty, yeah, yeah, yeah. but as the, the, the like. Yeah, she had a lot of the weird friend, stuff going yeah. in her personal life, but yeah. like she's very, she's so pretty. So I, I was like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> I get the vibe. We're thrown down. Accept. Yes, I accept this uh, ask. I accept this uh, offer I have been given. Yes. Through the haze of smoke and confusion, he almost forgot where he was just before that. It took a moment for the woods around them to stop spinning, whiplashing between two realms, one real with flesh and blood and the other spiritual. It can really shake a ghost the first time. But then the reality of what was really happening started to settle in. He stood there, fully in awe, within a circle of lit white candles, feathers, and braided herbs. Mm. The full moon shone brightly over the trees, giving just enough light to make out the shape of everything else and of her. What trickery is this? You can come closer, Binks. The circle won't bind you all night. Danny? Break it. <laughs> How old is... Thackeray? Thackeray. I think he... Ugh, he man, I am not a thousand percent sure. I want to say... I mean, he's like... Like when he was turned into a cat. Yeah. I want to say he wasn't an adult. Yeah. I, I think he was, was maybe like, like... 17. Yeah, I was going to say like 16, 17. Yeah. I think he was supposed to be a, a foil for Max, and Max yeah. was like a sophomore or yeah. junior. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds right. Let's say like 17. Sure. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, right. And then he was an immortal cat for a while, long time. And then he was a mortal cat. <laughs> so he's like 400. Yeah. And a cat. <laughs> All right. Next chunk. Danny had claimed the spell she used to call on him was nothing that dark. So she continued to summon him back to Earth, and his soul was allowed to linger for 13 hours at a time under every full moon. No one else knew. And it wasn't like Danny was in a huge rush to tell her brother or his friends that she spent all of her free time studying witchery and divination of all things. They tried to forbid me. Max and Allison wouldn't like it. They would have fair reason to, he agreed quickly. By principle, I should not condone this either. Dark energies only have power over you if you let them. Maybe it's time to see it in a different way, to try and find the silver lining in magic. I am, he glared at the ground. And what good can ever come from Winifred's magic, Danny? Me? Her breath had hitched as she asked him. That single word, so hesitant and hopeful. That it was about to break your heart and be like, and it was no, nearly fucking, heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> she was clearly waiting for validation all the time. So, she, yeah, because uh, famously, his really only interaction with witchcraft has been, they turned me into a cat for like 300 years. They killed and my sister now and then turned me into a cat. That I'm friends with, that I'm hanging out with, is doing witchcraft. I'm kind of not a fan. It's fair. <laughs> I get why you maybe. I, I get. Yeah, well, you maybe kind of hesitant about that, but also it's the only way you can see her. So like, real conflict. Yeah. <laughs> Binks understood what she meant, and his festering bitterness instantly melted once again. I. He reached for her hand. Thankfully, there was you. Danny's smile grew softer and brighter before she leaned into his side, comforted. Later. Binks challenges Danny's thought process, subtly, seeing how far he can actually push her limits and see how much stubborn nerve she has left over. He spins tales and stories about true hauntings and old Salem superstitions. He tells her of the secret time as a cat throughout the decades, parts of the story she hasn't heard before. Though Danny figures out his little game eventually, and then she's all the more irritated. She reels on him, cutting his path short. You can't scare me that easily. His eyes burn with a horrid determination. God, you really want to know why I'm getting all defiant and angry about this? He stares back at her, wondering. Whenever you look at me, you don't see me, do you? 
You see Emily. Well, I'm not Emily, Binks. I never was. I know that. Then please stop treating me like I'm a fragile, helpless child who can't make her own fucking decisions. I already have a Max. I don't need another. He's momentarily stunned by her steeliness, and he relents and merely sighs again in return. Aye. All right. I yield. Nevertheless, Banks still blamed the Sanderson sisters for this strange turn of events. They made witchcraft look so easy, despite their wickedness. And there Danny was, following in their footsteps. Their precious and passionate Danny, dabbing in the witch's art. But as Banks came to notice, Danny was also very talented at it. If he dared to say it out loud, she made it look easy. He didn't know what that meant for now, in the end, if it was truly a good thing or not. Perhaps it proved to be somewhat of both. Hmm. Yeah, so they're just having like a weird, like, I'm not your sister. You're not my brother. Get fucked. Let me live my life. And he's like, yeah, I know you're not. Stop trying to protect me all the time, man. No. Maybe I want to do witchcraft and maybe it'll be fine. Also, we're laying the groundwork for uh, Binks to blow out her back. <laughs> because you can't you shouldn't blow out the back of your sister no exactly so. <laughs> well I'm like okay I think that's interesting because I like it's very clear that in the very beginning of Hocus Pocus there is a brother and a sister and then in the present day there are a brother and a sister yes and like Binks to me never read as a big brother to Danny but I know that that is how it is supposed to be you know what I mean yeah I think it's that you're right it's that I didn't read that like Danny he, was a stand-in for Emily to him yes because I agree I didn't get picked up that either I think it's just the like conceptually like they are foils for it so it's like Thackeray loses his sister because he like takes his eye off the ball a little bit yeah. and she gets like taken by the witches yeah and then he watches Max Kind of make the same, the same thing. mistake. And, but then, like, together they are able to overcome it. So it's like, I never read that Banks was, like, older brother. And as I was sitting here, I was, like, thinking about, like, in the movie they have a lot of, like, pet person relation. It's like, yeah. I know he's a cat, but it's that sometimes I was like, but yeah. he is a human trapped inside of a cat. But they had a whole lot of, like, I can't wait till we can, like, cuddle in bed. Yeah. Which was, can, like, be my cat. Yes. Like, yeah, you like, will that's be my cat. I and I was like, it, that's objectively sort of yeah, weird if it he, is. he's, like, a human. I just thought he was, like, another friend. I really just read yeah. him as her cat. All right. Next section. This is not, um, this is kind of, like, an abstract linear. It's not a five plus one necessarily, but it's, like, breaking up through time. Yeah, yeah, With every moonlit summoning after, Binks had realized something else. He was gradually becoming more tethered to the world again, and less and less transparent in his phantom form. He was regaining the rest of his humanly senses. Smell. Taste. Touch. Uh-oh. When Danny hugged Sexy. him, Uh-oh. pulled on his arm or sleeve, he felt the goosebumps prickling along her skin, the casual rising of her chest, felt the physical force of her movements in general, quite intently. It's not fair, you know, Danny continues after a heartbeat. I mean... You just can't promise a girl you'll always stay with her and expect she won't take it lightly. He means to reply with another peck on her cheek apologetically. The kind gesture is both familiar and dreamlike. But then he shifts in time to catch his mouth with hers. It's sort of a rough kiss. <gasps> right? Like, that's this is what I was saying. Okay, anyway, I'm going to finish this line. Her fingers sternly holding his jaw in place. Sexy. Anyway, okay. Yes. 
<laughs> so what I was saying is like, like, and that was referenced in the in the beginning foreshadowing was this like gesture of kissing her on the cheek, which I think he does in the movie as well. Yeah, and that is such a like kind older brother gesture that like she is so aggressively being like, yeah, no, no more. <laughs> I am an adult. I'm an adult. <laughs> you will take me seriously. Uh, you will kiss me on the mouth. You will find me hot. <laughs> you will find me hot. I will grab your jaw and force you. You cannot little sister me now. No, I refuse. I refuse. Reject. Life is like the worst kind of friend zoning. I, I force you to smut zone me. I am smut zoning myself. I'm taking myself out of the little sister zone. Anyway, okay, yes. And also a really funny move to be like, just yank your chin over. He gentles, encouraging her to loosen up, all driven by the same quiet trust. Thanks, she insists. Since that night, nothing about my childhood was that traditional. Nothing about my life now will ever be average or traditional anymore. The thing about you and me is never going to be normal. So stop waiting for normal to happen. Break. Be like, this isn't normal. So just get guess. over it. Yeah. Just, just get, get over it. Can you get over your hangups, please? Yeah. What was even his hangup? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he really said. I think uh, it's just implied that they were maybe talking before that. Yeah. Part. Just like his inherent grief of being like, I was a cat for 300 years. And also like dating at, in, in 1712. Was and you were eight when I first met you and now you're not eight. You're and, not eight. And, you know, I have to like jump ahead. Also normal dating for me was like. Get married. Yeah, we, we like, courting was like making eye contact at church. We lived in each other's houses for a week. Yeah. <laughs> eye contact at church. He was there the week Danny turned 16. I've done a lot more personal research on the subject since I last saw you, she told him that night. Subject? Old Salem, Europe, the witch trials, she clarified. He paused, remaining silent and waiting for her to finish. A lot of witches suffered too, Binks. Hanging burning, drowning, being hunted and then stoned to death. It's not actually surprising that some of them acted out. Binks felt that, a sudden prick of anger and betrayal, as though Danny had just stabbed Dagger into his rib. Are you implying that the witches were harmless victims, and my baby sister, no older than seven, was at fault for the sisters when they drank her soul dry? Mm, no. Danny shook her head, clutching her hand. That's not what I meant to say, really. It's just that I... You have to realize by now that not all witches do wicked things. They were very close now, face to face. But his gaze soon fell to her lips, instinctively, involuntarily, tempted. Mm. Oh, but I see you, Danny. It wasn't fair how his heart and body started to react to her presence at that exact moment. That's where you're wrong. It had been foolish to comment on his part. A pathetic plight, a rash impulse. But he had let her lean in and kiss him anyway. During the next full moon, he tried dancing around the issue sensibly and safely. He wouldn't want to repeat the same mistake thrice in a row. But then, acting like the new unofficial town's historian that she thought she was, Danny had to bring out the cold, hard facts of his prior life so long ago as ammunition. If you feel guilty about it, don't be. I mean, is it really that big of a deal? If we were in your original time period, you certainly would be old enough to take a wife if you really wanted and I'd be expected to be courted around, or probably pregnant too by now. Still, Telling argument. I mean, yeah, she's not wrong. Still, that was only t traditionally done after being granted permission by your elders. I don't have your family's permission to court you. But wouldn't you want it? Break. Pa pause. <laughs> and things are getting spicy. Things are getting, it's, oh, I just, it's, uh, this author's really good, because I was like, something about this feels sexy, but I can't put my finger on it. Why is this sexy? Why is this sexy? <laughs> Why? 
Am I feeling this way? And it's, you know, kind of like a... It's like a tone. Like it's a tone. It's, there's just a weird... Because all of the... They're just like fighting about whether yeah. being a witch is like good or not. It's like forbidden. There's yeah. like a lot of levels to it. Like it's forbidden because like if you agree with Binks, if you see them having like a brother-sister relationship, mm-hmm. this is a lot. Yeah. Uh, if you see them as having like a very radical age difference because he's been an immortal cat for 300 years, that's also a lot. Mm-hmm. If uh, He's a ghost. He's a ghost. There's a lot to overcome here. There's, there's like, so much going on here. <laughs> there's like so many things. Yeah. And you're like, I simultaneously want them to kiss, but like should they yeah is that right yeah and i don't know yeah where was i okay bet we're in a new chunk he's now her big dirty little secret her latest ironic philosophical experiment the thesis how a girl a witch in training can actually become intimate with the soul of a dead man mainly supported by the use of magic Hmm. though dear god does it even matter at this point magic hardly follows human logic as it is and neither do matters of the heart He's too attached for his own good, has been since that fated Halloween of 1993, and he's deeply aware of it. One August night, he stays with her until she is asleep. He promises he will not leave any sooner, but he's then the leading witness to her nightmare. (gasps) Danny squirms, moans, and wakes up with a jolt, inhaling a sharp, pained breath. After, her hands immediately go to her throat like she wants to loosen up a knotted rope tied around her neck. She doesn't say what it was about. He doesn't have to ask. He can already guess exactly what she was dreaming about. He simply smooths her hair out of her face and softly talks her down from the brief hysteria. She tells him about her week at school. Break. We breaked after that. That was one thing. Jump. <laughs> that happened. Jump. She's also conflicted about this yeah. in her the deep recess of her lizard brain. Yeah. Some, some part of her brain also agrees this is complicated. Which is good because like I think that's... man. That, that's, she should have some qualms. Yeah. She tells him about her week at school, her scheduled readings, her basic regular day. High school is predictably boring and monotonous. It's still nothing like in the movies. But she has friends, she says, to reassure him for extra measure. It's not as if the personal knowledge of curses and talking cats has ruined her whole entire lifestyle. And she certainly hasn't turned into some paranoid antisocial hermit who never leaves the house. She has pictures to prove it, a whole wall of photographs to back this notion up. They've been there all the time though he's never paid it special attention until today. He skims over the faces and scenes captured through the lens. The collage shows Danny throughout the past few years or so. She's smiling in a picture taken with her parents, one with Max, another with both Max and Allison. In the third and fourth, she's huddled with a group of laughing girls by a pool. She's hooking arms with a few peers from her school, and there's a row of lockers behind them, prettily decorated for Christmas. In another... She's wearing a yellow and black soccer uniform along with three other girls from the same team. Binkson wanted those things for himself once. He wanted friends, his family, education, love, just an easier, average human life. Perhaps the Sandersons weren't the only unfinished business he had hanging over him after all. Uh Yeah, like, well, these witches did things, but like, maybe... I can detach the Sandersons from my general other problems. Yeah. Yeah. In the more recent series of photographs, Danny was apparently at some type of town carnival, surrounded by a newer collection of boys and girls, all roughly her age. And it seems like they're all paired up with someone else in the photo. One of the boys is kissing Danny on the cheek from behind in a relaxed fashion, and she obviously didn't mind. Was he your first love? He finds himself asking, pointing it out. Oh, no. Danny flashes him a knowing look and bites her lip. Um, more like first lust. 
Oh. He gets it. She is grown up indeed. I'm grown up. She'd never be able to light the black flamed candle and make it work. So I was like, that's a good lie right there. That's some good, subtle. We all know what it means. We all know what that means. <laughs> You're saying without saying. Guess I couldn't be here for that moment. It's like offended. That would suck though to have to like glean all this information because he can only come like once around, like once a month and he's always at her house. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No idea what's going on. Yeah. Okay. New segment. They rarely bring up the whole spirit realm thing or what he does and what he is thinking when he's not here with her. Danny doesn't really ask much about Emily either these days, or how Paradise is treating them now that they've crossed over. She doesn't, doesn't bother prying, spoiling anything, or using biblical references or other related semantics. And he, in return, rarely goes out of his way to discuss Max in particular. It has something to do with his lingering guilt, perhaps. Binks would still like to say that he owns a heart of goodness or a decent moral code. For sometimes, this business with Danny feels like treachery somehow, an infidelity against Max's trust. It's not exactly breaking the commandments by legit definition, no. However, coveting a friend's younger sister behind closed doors sounds dangerously close. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I shall not covet thy friend's baby sister. I mean, like, you're not wrong, but not in there. It's right under covet thy neighbor's wife or thy best friend's, friend's younger sister. That would be the 11th if they had room. Yes. Maybe the 12th. You know, so. it's just like the third tablet just got lost. Yeah. And that's what was on it. Yeah. It was a bunch of like more nuanced stuff. Yeah. It was like, here's some complexities yeah. about. Thou shall not uh, dishonor thy grandparents. You know, just like the second level of all. Thou shall not dishonor thyself. Thou by... shall not ask anyone else to murder anyone either. <laughs> Thou shall not try to work around the first 10. Through nuance. Thou shalt white lie only if it helps fix the situation socially. Like, <laughs> lying is only appropriate if white lies, small lies, small lies, no harms. To say face are chill. To say face are chill. <laughs> Thou says the Lord. Praise be the Lord. Praise be the Lord. We give his praise unto thee. Dawn is now on the horizon, and so Binks' time is up. He must be off. Danny wraps her arms around him in a farewell and buries her head under his chin. He's spirited away. Binks holds her tighter to him anyhow for that last final second in spite of his current affliction. Affliction being ghost? Being I am currently a ghost that is leaving this realm. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, was just, I was just double checking it wasn't um, my current affliction, which is uh, an erection. No. <laughs> I just, you know, you're like holding tight the girl that you're like very interested in because you're like, any second I'm going yeah. to disappear back into the spirit realm. And even though I have a heart on, this is worth it. Maybe she'll feel it and maybe that'll help somehow. <laughs> maybe that'll mean something. I don't know. I don't know the rules. <laughs> this has only happened with me and her. Yes. We're learning something new every time. Danny slowly steps up to him in a circular pattern. Her fingertips drift across his back, his collar the bits of exposed skin beneath the cotton laces before she's lifting his shirt over his head entirely. It starts off as a pleasant tingle, feather light, but it builds into something more solid and tangible as she traces muscles and lines. He's able to feel friction now. Sexy. Ache. <gasps> Heat. Oh. <laughs> her lips are soon pressing carefully, suggestively, against the curve of his throat. There's no stopping it. He's anchored. The sensation warms him to the core. Soon, she coaxes him backwards until he's made contact with the edge of her bed. It's a far better frame and design than anything he ever had in his home early on, not even as a cat. He sits upon her mattress, twice as wide, 
and certainly softer than anything he remembers a bed to be. He looks up at her in a silent wonder, earnestly. As though reading his thoughts, she suddenly reaches up to rake his hair back a bit, smoothing down the few strayaways, his eyes shut, pacified, submitting to her exploration. She smiles in gratification, teasingly, barely whispering something that sounds like, Good kitty. <laughs> I am scandalized. Also, <laughs> aroused. I am scandalized and aroused. The way I want to feel at 11.16 on a Saturday night. <laughs> scandalized. Scandalized. Aroused. Aroused. The good kitty, like, truly, like, made me do a backflip. Like, I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so funny. The way my it's my sexy own- and so not sexy at the same time. Like I was just like I have I have too many feelings in all the directions. <laughs> I am feeling everything at once. I this is both so sexy and also I've been thrown into a dimension. Where am into I? The spirit realm. I'm in the spirit realm. <laughs> this like 17 year old girl has called a boy good kitty in the sexual context, and that's so funny and. Also very sexy. I'm very, yes, I'm aroused, I'm confused. I don't I like that like, it's both. There's so many feelings all at once. Good kitty. Good kitty. We're moving on. <laughs> the room is dark. Danny's breathing is ragged and heavy in his ear, creating rhythm and arching into him. Her thighs are slowly tightening around his hips, and Uh-oh. worshiping God almost becomes a foreign concept to him. Uh-oh. It's just her. All the faces he's once known and loved get swallowed up in the background, and all that's left in his reach is Danny. Quote, hang him on a hook and let me play with him. That's something I think Sarah Sanderson oh, says yeah, yeah, yeah. to him or about him. Yeah, it's like so. A, it's a quote reference from his memory. Yeah. That one piece of memory suddenly surfaces out of nowhere, replaying in the far corner of his mind, and suddenly Sarah's image is replaced by Danny's. And in that case, he realizes that maybe it isn't all bad. The memory feels lighter. It really just depends on the witch that's saying it. And with Danny, this surely gives twist the bones and bend the back a whole new meaning. The end. (laughs) Twist them bones, Uh, bend uh, that back. Meow, 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 meow. Not sorry. Why are you meowing? I know why you're meowing. Why have you done this? (laughs) This is what I felt this whole time. I feel... I feel so many feelings, <laughs> right? Because um, yeah, I'm. And so- okay, the 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 reason, the other reason that I brought this to you is because I've finally gotten something that I've wanted for like a year, which is ghost sex. <laughs> ghost sex. The other ghost sex was kind of weird. Yeah. This is the type, not quite the way I thought I wanted it, but this is what I thought. I was like, we should summon a ghost to have sex with it. Come on, <laughs> we should summon a ghost. Obviously, <laughs> we can summon a ghost. Why would we not try to have sex with it? Come on now. Let's get to our full potential. <laughs> so I, I liked it also for that reason, because it's kind of a weird callback to like something we did on the steam and cream like maybe two years ago. But that's beautiful. It's a beautiful concept. That you're oh. right. Uh, we should just summon a ghost and have sex with it. Come on! I'm like, why wouldn't it be Thackeray Banks? Why wouldn't it be Thackeray Banks? He was a stone cold babe. I did not think this is what I would find in the Hocus Pocus fandom. I'm not upset though. I'm not upset I'm either. I'm so into it. I had... No idea what you would find, and this is this is so much better than I. I thought it would be shenanigans, and like it was. This is so, not not shenanigans. I mean, it is like like sexy shenanigans. You could have made this silly, but this was like we're getting into like real arguments about whether like witchcraft is bad. 
Yeah. Um, we're figuring out our relationship to each other. Yep. We're figuring out like what is possible. What dealing like with how like- our relationship is different and that like you are alive and a human and so you will have outside relationships with mm-hmm. other humans that yes. um I can't know about. Mm-hmm. Black yes. candle or not. Yes. And there is I mean, I, I said the angst I love just had to go that line. There was like a, a quick wrap up because remember we um ended at her wanting to go away. Yes. Yes. Um so the very, very end. She ends up going to Fort William that following summer. He stands there too beside her, overseeing the beauty of the Highland Hills and watches the windows of the town light up at dusk. So it's kind of uh implied that he is like changing his mind about witchcraft by learning through Danny's process of learning. And I'm like, yeah, oh, what a deep, interesting dive into relationships of like growing together as people. I feel like I have changed your mind about uh, your deep your, trauma. Yeah. I've changed your perspective kind of your on whole this. personality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, your whole, yeah, your whole life was built around this one traumatic moment that Fair. happened and I'm trying to help you undo that. Yeah. So thank you, uh, Lions and Wolves. Uh, again, thank you so much for letting me read this book. I truly enjoyed it in so many, so many small ways and also as a whole. <laughs> well, all right. Yes. Yeah, so that that was not where I thought Hocus, was, Hocus no. Pocus was going to go, but a lot of the things I brought are not the things I thought I was going to bring. So you know, sometimes just gonna, you just find things. We're just going to keep on trucking. Uh, for next week... There is a movie that we put on our list solely because of its connection to fan fiction. So I can't, I would feel weird pairing up this movie with another movie. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, I want you to either bring me next week a Onesler fan fiction, the infamous Onesler getting shipped with himself Onesler, or anything but the Onesler Lorax fan fiction. So I also want to know if there's fan fiction about the Lorax. I know the Lorax is based on Dr. Seuss, but like the movie is its own thing. They had to yeah. make a real plot to yep. make it a movie. Yeah. And also mostly mostly this is like an infamous thing within fan fiction yes. culture. Yeah. So I want you to either bring me the One Slayer or the Lorax fan fiction okay. to really just just do this. We've got to do it at some point. We've got we to bring One Slayer fan fiction at some point. We've got to see what there is to see. I don't know if anyone's asked. But it just feels like we have to. It feels like our duty. It is our duty. As fan fiction kind of podcasters. Yeah. And kind of stories. Yes. Yes. Oh, and in the meantime, on our Patreon for $5 a month, you can get two video episodes of our regularly scheduled season during the main season. And we will continue to make episodes of the Steaming Cream podcast on the off season. So you can continue enjoying our uh, banter. <laughs> and maybe Some good something kitty. sexy about... Thackeray Pinks. Maybe some good kitties. Maybe. I gotta really almost never I always give myself suggestions for things to find on the Stephen Cream and then I immediately forget. It's okay. I know. Meanwhile, you can otherwise get in touch with us at um find pairings podcast at gmail.com or find pairings uh podcast. Oh I guess I was gonna also say find pairings pod on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh we'll see how long currently known that- as Seven. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, and Fine Pairings Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Tumblr. The famous Tumblr. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can also reach out to us and converse with other fans on our Discord page. Ooh, yeah. Talk about um, all your thoughts and feelings about the episodes, about the movies that we're talking about. Truly, I feel like the whole excuse 
that I have for pitching the season, because this was my pitch, it's uh, Six Seasons a Movie, which is from a community joke. I think that's the first person who did it. Yep. Yep. It's just an excuse for me to talk about movies, because I really love talking yeah. about movies. Also, something I realized we haven't done for a couple of episodes, mm. um, we haven't reminded people to leave us five-star reviews oh on God, Spotify no, and Apple Podcasts. Oh, we really should do that. <laughs> and uh, our reward for doing that yes. is that you have the right to request a 500-word fanfic for Grace or I to write about whatever... About anything. About anything. Yeah. And uh, we're, there's a chance we'll read it for the season yeah. finale. Yes. Yes, and that will be coming up. We're, we're not terribly close to the end of the season. Well, yeah. Close enough. We need to just really start thinking about we're it. We're past the halfway mark, so we do need fix to write yes. for that, uh, for the end of the season. And uh, we hope they come in. We hope they, you give us fun, stupid shit to think about. That's always fun. Yeah. You can either leave it in your review, or you can take a screenshot of your review and all of the beautiful things you say. Send it to the things we've talked about. Send it to any of the things we talked about. I look forward to it. So, so yes, good stuff. So we will see you next week for Lorax. Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.